and gentlemen, may I have your attention, please? Oh, no! <laughs> That, unfortunately, is the third time this evening. Oh, no. <laughs> he might not get up from this. Broadcasting live from the Booze League headquarters. 16.0 ounces on the dial. The Kamish Wiley Withers. Coley Wyman. Sandro Arevalo. This is the Boozecast. Catch up on what you missed online at boozeleague.com. And on your mobile device on iHeart or iTunes. In some of my songs, I have casually mentioned the fact that I like to drink beer. All right, everybody, welcome in. We are back, everybody. Yo, yo. After after many months, uh, we are finally on to Boozecast Draft 67. I am the Commission Wiley Withers, and along with me, we have Coley Baskins and Drew Exotic. <laughs> uh, <laughs> quarantine changes a person, after all. <laughs> oh, should Shit, I wear my, uh, my wreath? <laughs> yes, wear your wreath. Listen, right. uh, hello, all you cool cats and kittens. Yeah, well, it's a, a lay. Oh, nice. Hold on. Coley is getting laid right now. We're going to come out with a sardine oil double IPA. <laughs> oh yeah! Don't drink it around wild cats, <laughs> wow. or if you do carry carry a cane. So uh, you can find us online at boozeleague.com dot uh, Also on Instagram at boozeleague and at Twitter. You can also now text us if you're so inclined at eight zero five eight nine two sixty one sixteen. Go ahead and shoot us a text. Let us know what you're thinking about what we're drinking, or I don't know being thinking about what you're drinking. I don't know, whatever the hell you want to do. Uh, feel free to text us anything but dick pics, unless it's of a really funny uh, guy named uh, Richard who's doing something stupid when he's drunk. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that was very informative. You're right, very specific, right? That's the only uh, dick pic, according to our legal department, the only dick pic that we can accept. It's so funny, um, on, on my uh, buddy's fridge, he has a like a picture of this rooster that used to be like a family pet when he was a little kid. I was like, oh, nice cock pic. <laughs> of course you did. Did he look? Did he like look up like you were looking at your phone or something? No, no. <laughs> That's good then. Well, anyway, so we are back to it. Um, we each have a beer of the day. We're doing this remotely, so you're going to get three beers of the day for the price of one draft. Um, we also are going to catch up on what all of us have been up to in the quarantines. We're going to go over the top five beers that we enjoyed during our quarantine. We got a little bit of news, uh, including a man who died of COVID and came back. He's gonna, he's gonna let us know what he saw. Holy shit! Uh, Coley has some uh, drinking stats for uh, how people have been drinking during quarantine, and the commish that would be me. Uh, I have by state the most Googled drink per state during quarantine, so we know what people were drinking across the U.S. But if that is the case, then we should be drinking as well. So let's move on to our. Beers of the day. Beer is a fermented beverage made with cereals and water. The beer of the day. All right. Who wants to go first? I'll go. All right. Do let's it, hear it, Coley. Do it. All right. So I am drinking a Zwickle beer from Ennegrin. And our good Very friend, nice. uh, Tug told me about it and asked if I wanted a pack and I said sure go ahead get me a four pack 
It's a 4.8% alcohol by volume, 21 IBUs. It actually has the IBUs on it. And a Zwickel beer is That's a nice. German lager. It's a freshly fermented version of our classic Helles canned, the Zwickel. Um, oh, sorry. I think that might be two separate paragraphs. I, it, it's weird if you can see it on the camera. It like it doesn't go across. It's okay. I'm going to start over. <laughs> Zwickel beer is a freshly fermented version of our classic Helles canned straight off the tank. This beer comes to you unfiltered with yeast and hop derivatives left in suspension, which leads to a more bready and hoppy flavor. Profile compared to our crisp, filtered, and fully conditioned Hellas. The mm. Zwickel is the sample valve on the side of a conditioning tank that brewers use to take testing and motivational samples from, and we want to share this experience with you. Prost. Nice. Is that the little curly Q thing that looks like a tail for a pig? Sure. It, it sounds like what a Zwickel uh, would be, right? I think so. so it's really like I mean, I'll tell you this. Smelling. I would love I would love a motivational taste out of a cake. <laughs> I don't know what that is, but I'm in. It, nice. This is a really delicious beer. This is one of my favorite beers that they make. I'm more into their um, limited releases at Ennegrin. Okay. Then like, is some, that a I limited mean, release or is that like a core beer? It, it's a limited release. So that's why Greg texted me and said, hey, Enneagram has this, and he always texts me with stuff he knows I'm gonna like from there because I'm picky. And I've liked nice. every, I like the Reinheitsgebot, and there's Wickle Beer. And this is the Wickle Beer, and it's delicious. Nice. I think I've had the Reinheitsgebot. Oh, Very good. So good. So I don't remember what it was at or whether, like, I don't know. I feel like we've done a lot of Oktoberfest or, or whatever their, uh, their Fruling Fest type stuff where I've had a number of their German beers, and they, there's so many syllables, it all just gets turned around in my head. <laughs> I believe you're right that it would be at Fruling Fest that they'd have the Reinheitsgebot. Oh, uh, then it was very good. Yes. Nice. So Dude, Sancho, what are like, you drinking for your beer Sounds today? like a great beer there. Um, I'm actually not drinking a beer. I'm drinking a Blood Orange Mint Kombucha from Juneshine. Um, oh. Yeah, it's, it's super tasty. It's my favorite one out of those. The... I love it. There's like calories are like 145. Um, everything else is like really healthy. Shit, there's even a little bit of protein in it. Um, but basically, you got blood orange, you got honey, you got green tea, cane sugar, and some kombucha, and that's it. And uh, I can drink like two or three of them and really enjoy them. It's kind of like a sour beer. Can't drink a lot, but uh, been trying to cut back actually on the cerveza because they just go down way too smooth. But uh, that's what I've been going to lately. Nice. You're always the healthy one. You either have like Fly Jack or kombucha or <laughs> something, dude. This shit is adding on, about, dude. I've heard about the June Shine. It's good. I've heard I've heard really good things about. It. I saw some at Albertsons the other day, and I was contemplating getting it. Yeah, it's a little expensive, but I mean, you just kind of sip on them. But they're nice, you know. Mm -hmm. Nice. I'm in. Yeah. What do you well, got going on, Wiley? Well, uh, I do have something from Humble Sea actually um this was actually in a pack that uh our newest contributor amanda at drink beer be hoppy uh that's on instagram if you're not following her yet she's a great follow and while you're at it go follow ice underscore cole underscore beer underscore as well and give coley a little love um great uh 
booze drinking babes, as it were. But she uh, put together a pack for our former Florida man, Zach, and the, the Booze League bombshell, the other Amanda, out in Texas. And I was able to snag a few beers off of her that she sent that way. And this is one of them from Humble Sea out of Santa Cruz. This is their Don't Worry Be Hoppy uh, West Coast IPA. Uh, 6.9% on the ABV. Alcohol. Oh, that sound. Oh, that sound. Uh, it's got 3.99 on the untapped. The uh, brewery itself is 4.08 overall, so pretty good for a microbrewery. But uh, it's a West Coast IPA with Sabro, Mosaic, and Moteca hops. Did I say that nice. correctly, Sandro? Sounds about right. Awesome. I'm in. So let me give this a, let me give this a little shot. You guys talk amongst yourselves. <laughs> Yeah, it's a West Coast IPA. Damn, so that's good. Coast. Nice. Yeah, they do good stuff there at Humble Sea. Yeah, never, they got a picture of, uh, of Big Mouth Billy Bass. Oh, <laughs> yeah. well, let's see. Hold it up. This to is the, the first uh, Humble Sea I've had. I gotta find the camera. I got <laughs> oh, that's cute. Uh, yeah, yeah, their, their Big artwork Mouth is really cool too. Well, they have a number of. I looked up uh, their some of their other offerings. And they, all their their stuff usually has cool names like um, uh, the Foggy and the Furious, uh, Saved by the Shell, uh, Socks and Sandals, Netflix. They had one and called uh, what was it? Spice Goals, I think. Instead of Spice, Spice Goals. Oh, Goals. so cute! <laughs> uh, Saved by the Shell. I, I just got that. Um, <laughs> Socks no, that's and Sandals. Foggy. Yeah, not. <laughs> So, yeah, but uh, they're worth checking out. Uh, HumbleTaproom.com. Going to be honest right now, their website's mainly just how you get beer delivered or pick up. So um, you can find some information about what they have, but honestly, you don't uh, you don't have a whole lot else. If they're not, not going to have it for pickup, you're not going to find out about it. But uh, check them out if you're up in Santa Cruz. Now pouring. The Booze Cast. All right, let's talk quarantine. It's been a long oh, time. Boy. Since we've all gotten together to do this thing we call the booze cast. Oh. Yeah. So how is uh how has quarantine been going for you guys? Sure. I just started back at work uh about a month and a half ago, I guess. Like the beginning of May. I was off for like six weeks and had to use all my vacation. I had five and a half weeks of vacation, so that was fun. But um So you lost all your vacation then basically? Yeah, I currently have thirteen hours. Oh, I had like I had like two hundred. Yeah, you're saving that up for a long time. I remember you were talking about it. Damn. Well, it came in handy when I was like furloughed for a little bit. You know, being like an executive assistant, when your whole company kind of shuts down and you just have the people that are actually making money working from home, like it makes sense. But yeah, uh, my house is really clean. <laughs> nice. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I even cleaned my baseboards. That's saying something. Wow. Were you were you standing in an empty room just looking around going, God damn it, what can I clean now? For I can't just yeah. Sit down. For like a Look. few for a few weeks I was. I walked Ruby. Uh, FYI it's her birthday today. She's ten. Oh, happy Shout birthday, Ruby. Happy Thank birthday, Rubes. I walked that poor thing though, um, like two miles plus a day every day. Cause it was like my <laughs> only chance to get out of the house. Nice. Since I wasn't working. So Ruby and I walked a total of like 160 miles or something. I don't know. Something crazy. Whoa. Um, 80 miles? I don't know. I was offered oh, 80 mi- over 80 miles. That's what nice. it was, not 160. That's still pretty impressive. Yeah, still. 
I lost. like walking from here to like, what, Buellton. Yeah, <laughs> I lost like 10 to 12 pounds. Nice. nice. And, uh, yeah. That's awesome. What about you, Sandro? Shoot, I had to work. I was part of the essential workforce. Um, you know, they did encourage us to take some PTO. Um, so I burned through some sick days. Um, you know, I, I went through a, a little bit of PTO, but I still got, you know, there's still a few because we were just super busy. Um, started working out a bunch, trying to, like, moderate my intake of alcohol. <laughs> Um, shit, man. I like started doing like yoga daily, started running. That's totally new. I've never done that before ever. Dude, um, drill yeah, on the it was move. like a whole what? new thing. Yeah, no, exactly. Right. <laughs> but, um, yeah, no, it's still there. Whatever I'm running from is still there. <laughs> uh, no, but it's been, it's been chill. You know, now things are kind of like on the turnaround, you know, obviously work has a lot to do with my life now that the bars and restaurants are opening back up. It's just more, more to deal with, you know? So, uh, other than that, you know, family and friends, everyone is healthy. Uh, I guess that's the best thing you could do besides just kind of missing everyone, you know, like haven't really seen a lot of friends in a while, barely seen my parents, but, uh, you know, kind of little by little things are kind of getting back to normal. <laughs> the hardest part for me was not being able to see my friends because I'm so social. So it was tough. It, like I did a lot of Zooms. Nick, I think, wanted to murder me because I had Zooms lined up like every weekend. I really enjoyed our uh, Boozley happy hours that we did. Those I didn't enjoy fun. it the next morning. But uh, <laughs> that evening was a damn good time. Oh, the I first the very, one. Oh, dude, that was a, that was a <laughs> marathon. Damn, <laughs> that really dude. Was. That laid me out. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. No, I had back-to-back -back Zooms that night. That's why I couldn't stay as long, dude. I got faded. Your first one, though, was really entertaining where you were flying or we we're all there talking and you're just... I don't know, you're doing circus acts on different backgrounds of Zoom, and it was oh one of the more entertaining things that I'd seen in a while. <laughs> That's what I do. And then you got up and like walked away. That's how you drove. Like started talking on the phone. Yeah, we're like, where did he go? We just had like a oh, background shit. of like ducks or something. Yeah, oh, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> or he'd sit back too far, and it's just like part of his face. I like, know, hey, right? Just, uh, you know, drone uh, in the wild. Just... <laughs> So um, my quarantine, I spent a lot of time. Uh, I, I converted my garage into a gym and a photography studio. Nice. Um, I Let's see, what else did I do? I lost a number of pounds because I wasn't hitting happy hours. Uh, rode my bike more. I mean, I was essential as well. So I've, technically, I was working from home. I was in the office a couple hours every, I don't know, a couple days a week. But uh, that was, um, in a way, it was a welcome break from your habits, you know? Yeah. Where you kind of get into these these routines and these habits, and it kind of uh, forced you to not do that same habit anymore, which was kind of, you know, allowed me to take a step back and kind of uh, reevaluate a few things and take Booze League in another direction, which uh, eventually those of you listening will see what we're talking about. There's a lot going on behind the scenes right now, which is awesome. So a lot of good stuff. I ended up uh, getting new windows, and uh, Whoa, AC damn. is finished today. So I now have AC and new windows. Very nice. So, That's exciting. I am so excited about that because it. I can't sleep if it's hot. Like, I just can't do it. And so, oh, yeah. You're, you're entering a whole new world now. Dude, th this place is going to be a meat locker tonight. Dude, I swear <laughs> to God. My nipples are going to be so hard I could dial a rotary phone. Like, it's just going to be cold. So I'm very excited about that. Nice. But, uh yeah, so that was uh, my quarantine catch-up. Now we're back full-time at work. Um, we're, you know, working on all the uh, the virtual beer festivals and everything and, and hoping 
that Surf and Suds will actually take place uh, later this summer and early fall. But uh, yeah, hopefully, s- still up in the air at the moment. But obviously, follow us and we'll let you know. Why don't you text us about it? Eight zero five eight nine two sixty one sixteen. Nice. <laughs> well, I so. really enjoyed the virtual one that they put on. I thought that was honestly, it was really innovative for what you mm-hmm. know the times and how to deal with it and. I thought it was really cool. I enjoyed it. Absolutely. I mean, I didn't really catch it, but I saw snippets here and there, and I was impressed. You know, they um, when they originally started selling tickets, they were actually only going to do a small run of tickets. And it kept selling out, so they kept upping the number of tickets. And I think they eventually got to 228 or right about 250, somewhere in there. Nice. And But I, I talked to the organizers, Andreas from Enfuego Events, who put on... If it's an Enfuego event, it's worth going to. They usually do a lot of beer festivals or something revolving around booze in some way. Um, I highly recommend it. But they, uh, he eventually said that between Facebook Live and also the live event, they had over 2,000 people that tuned in for it. Oh, shit. Which is wow. pretty good. July 25th, there's another one. So, um, oh. you know, keep follow us and we'll uh, keep you up to date. I think there are 14 breweries and a kombucha in that one. So there you go. tickets have not yet sold out. So worth getting into. Nice. So all that being said, um, did you guys do some drinking during quarantine? Oh, yeah. Dan, still a little bit of drinking. <laughs> yeah. You know, had some ups and downs. <laughs> I, I started did. off good, but uh, yeah. Then I then it went downhill. Yeah. I kind of started um, day drinking more because I was off. So when I was done cleaning, I'd go walk to my mom's house and sit on her lawn and we'd have like charcuterie boards and wine and stuff it nice. was glorious it's amazing yeah actually uh i swung sandra i swung by to drop off some some stuff oh, for them that's I, right. I, I dropped off a little uh, uh care package from 14 cannons brewing and i swear to god coley and hen they they were social distancing coley was sitting <laughs> like out in the middle of the lawn and hen was on the porch but <laughs> there they were the, the, the mother and daughter hanging nice. out. Drinking. Aww, that's sweet. It, it was so fun. Like, that's honestly, I would say, like, what I was most thankful about being off and having the time to spend with my mom. It was, like, extra, I don't know. It was just extra really fun time. And I, I've i worked every day since I was 17. I've worked a Monday through Friday job. So it was nice to actually have a break. I've never had a break very long. Good for you, Cole. I'm glad you got to do that. That's sad. So as we were all drinking, as we were locked down, um, I found myself gravitating towards beers, specific ones that I... I, I feel like because I had no routine, I started to put in a routine. So I started finding myself drinking beers, like the same kind of beers. I'm like, ooh, you know what time it is? It's time for this kind of beer. And uh, so then I drank that kind of beer. So, a little routine to it? Yeah, I guess. I mean, it, it kind of, you know, like, and not a beer, but every day at sunset. And I always kept track of the sunset only because I knew from the day before what time it went down. <laughs> but every day at sunset, I had scotch at sunset. And I would sit on my front porch. And watch the sun go down because it's going down right in front of my house, basically. Oh, wow, that's pretty cool. And it was early on in the quarantine when no one could leave their house. And it was, and this is a fairly busy neighborhood. I mean, you guys have been here. I mean, it's, you know, it's not like I'm out in the woods or anything. 
And it was so freaking quiet. You could hear the, you know, when it's super quiet, it's like your ears hiss because there's no noise. It was like that <laughs> at like 6.30 or 5.30 or whatever time the sun went down on that particular day early on. Um, it was like stunningly quiet. And I just wow. sat there and sipped my scotch until Darby started whining and it's time to come back in. So, uh, but that was good. But I found myself gravitating towards beer. So let's talk. Out of this quarantine experience, what were your top five beers? Sandro, let's go with you first. Oh, okie dokie. Well, gosh, actually, it was it was a little tough to put this list together because, you know, it wasn't even just the beers. There was a lot of cocktails, a lot of champagne, but all right, it's good to stick <laughs> to beers. Just kind of put a, a, a name to the face kind of thing here. So I'm going to start with number five. Uh, I'm going to work from five to one, one being the best. Uh, number five was Flyjack. I got to throw that in there, uh, not even just because I'm a company man, but Flyjack is amazing. And I can drink like 20 of them in an hour. It's crazy. Um, <laughs> that that one definitely got me through. I had to like pump the brakes on it a lot, actually. But uh, Flyjack, number five. Number four, Bon and Viv. Now, I definitely have drinking a lot of seltzers. Oh. Yeah, a lot oh. of seltzers. And out of the White Claw, truly, all that bullshit, that Bon and Viv, for some reason, it just tastes more like a soda water to me. So, I don't know. I like that one. I thought no it was shit. good. And it was funny, I was doing the mango rim, you know, like Michelada style, and then the tahine, uh -huh. and then on ice. So yeah. it's the seltzer with the mango, tahine, ice. It's way better than just by itself. It's way better. Damn. Um, okay. Yeah. And then, so number three was the Humble Sea uh, Garnales. It was a double IPA that I uh, got from good old Fluid State. And fuck, that shit was so fresh and so tasty. Um Granted, it was like two or three weeks ago, but it really left a damn um, Another number two was Alvarado Street, and uh, that was another just amazing IPA. It was called the Clear Revolution. Um, yeah, just something that I remember being really fresh, really tasty. We drink a lot of beers, and that's one of the big things that kind of sets things apart. It's just how crisp and fresh it is. And then number one, drum roll, please. Juneshine. The Juneshine from <laughs> the Blood Orange Mint, dude. I swear, I love that shit. It's my new favorite. So that was number one for me on quarantine. Wow, <laughs> look at you. I'm all over dude, that, um, that's some legit mixology shit you're doing that Bonaviv. <laughs> God damn. Oh, dude, so good. I was got like, that reminded me of how much um, I found a certain seltzer um, refreshing versus, say, White Claw or Truly. Yeah. Um, and I was going to mention it, but I didn't do the, the preparation that you did uh, with, with the rim. And so I'm just not even going to mention it because I'm embarrassed <laughs> to say that I liked another seltzer. It's so, so. funny, though, like because I started out with the rim and the glass and everything. And then sometimes you're just like, fuck it. You just put that mango shit on the can and sprinkle a little tahine and open it. And you're like, yeah, fuck it. It's fine. <laughs> it's cold. Is it like mango like puree? Yeah, it's like that Mexican jelly stuff that's on top of the, like, micheladas. Not every michelada uh, has it, but some do, you know, and it drips down a little bit. Like, that stuff. Is there like a, isn't there a liquor store in Ventura that has it? Yeah, there's quite a few, actually. Yeah, I got it actually out in Fillmore. Um, and, yeah, okay. it's the same brand. Uh, Amanda from California actually put it on her story one day, I believe. Then that's what nice. I probably saw because it looked yeah. delicious. It's amazing. A little bit goes a long ways. Yeah, Amanda, uh, drink beer, be hoppy. She she is um, she's into the Miches. She had like uh, a whole Miche phase, I think. She's few, my uh, soul sister, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> um, I guess during quarantine, I tried to support local 
breweries. There's only one on here that's not local. Um, I feel like the number one beer, because we bought so much of it because they had such a good sale, was Zero to Sexy from Fig Mountain. That's their uh, coffee cream ale or whatever, mm. I think. Uh, that's delicious. It's so easy to drink. And it just is like a hint of sweetness with coffee, but it's light, so you can drink it kind of at any time. Uh, Institution had their limited release of Shaking Head to Toe, which is their dark um, coffee porter, I believe. Nice. I think it's a porter. I don't think it's a stout. Um, I have one can left. It's so good. By far my favorite beer. Uh, Stone Notorious P.O.G. Have you guys had that sour? Yeah, it's pretty good. I love it. I haven't it. had that one yet, no. I had it last year, and it was a little less citrusy, so this year's, like, super citrusy. Um, the 14 Cannons Catorce, of course. It was part of our care package, and we re-upped on that. That's so good. And then I was really into the Reinheitsgebot, because that came out during this, and I missed the first sale of it, and then Greg texted me and was like, it's back on, you have to get it, and I picked up, like, two, uh, four packs of it, so... <laughs> Yeah, it was. I've been just like trying to support local. I know it's been hard for everybody, and I've been loving the new ABC laws and beer delivery. I'm like, please don't ever stop this. This is amazing. Like, I blink, and someone has rung my doorbell, and there's, you know, contact free beer on my porch. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> Cole, like you're the like only a, person that mom. I really talk to that has done that. I know it's really popular. A lot of people are doing it, but like people that I have know or talk to, that's rad that you yeah. that you supported and did that. That's super cool. Yeah, because Ennegrin's not too far from me and they did it. So the other ones I just picked up from, I didn't take mm-hmm. them up on their delivery because I figured they could probably get more local. And it yeah. was nice to just go, go for a tiny drive. I'd order ahead and just pick up, but sure, it was great. Nice. That's awesome. So, um, my top five beers are kind of a mix of, of stuff I like. What I had one beer that I liked or stuff I drank, I just tended to gravitate to and drink a lot of. Uh, number five for mine was Chief's Peak from Topa Topa out in Ooh. Ventura. I, I drank a, a pretty good amount of that. Um, I, was, I was actually making the rounds. If you guys follow us on Instagram, at Booze League, um, you can see where we're featuring some of the local breweries when I was able to get out to them. Uh, in, in a way that I could take a picture of them safely. And Topa Topa was one of them. I couldn't really get a picture there, but I went and bought uh, a couple four-packs of the Chief's Peak and ended up, uh, you know, Getting living litty. off of that for a while. Yeah, <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> <As Nice. it were. laughs> um, next one is another local one. It's uh, Institution Ales Mosaic. Uh, I, that was one I, I gravitated towards quite a bit there. Actually, they put it in cans. It was a... Uh, emergency can release they called it hmm. and institution being right down the road uh, i went down there and grabbed a, a number of emergency can releases for that it's an easy drinking beer uh you can find it obviously all over ventura probably one of their most popular beers i would guess number three is not local but it's lagunitas there's their basic ipa i do a lot of work with a um with a restaurant here locally and as we're trying to figure out our COVID stuff and what to release and how to tackle it from a marketing perspective and what have you, they had it on tap. So there were a number of meetings where I was drinking a lot of Lagunitas, frankly. Nice. And uh, it was, uh, I kind of got, I've forgotten that it was such a good beer. Um, even though it's owned by, um, does Heineken still own it? Is that right? Yeah. Heineken owns it? Yeah. Yes. 100% now, if I remember correctly. Yep. Uh, I'll say this, though. Still love me some Lagunitas. 
Nice. Number two was a, a beer that I only had one can of, and I'll have to go get more. It is the Siren's Kiss IPA from Poseidon Brewing Company. Ooh. And I will say that I do not go to Poseidon enough. It's a smaller brewery. It's not that far away, and it is super good. Like, all their beers that I had in that four-pack that I went and bought, and that's actually one of the pictures up on uh, Booze League was uh, when I bought that four-pack. Um, it is really, really good. Siren's Kiss has actually got a 397 on Untapped. So, so Craig hasn't so. drank it then, is what you're saying. No, he hadn't brought it down <laughs> yet, but <laughs> we'll see hey, if he does it after this. Hey, don't you love, like, all the wormwood in that bar? Uh, like I wouldn't go, be able to go inside. Uh, able to go inside. Uh, when you go back Brought and you're to able you. to have a drink there, they have this wormwood. It's like the bar is made of it. It's on the walls. It's like got like this mm. really nice, authentic feel to it. It's it's pretty cool, man. It's a really nice space. I've heard a lot of really good things. I think I went there once back in 2016, um, but I don't remember it very well because um, I didn't live in the area. And I was like, hey, it's a brewery. Hey, I'll have a beer. You know, like, I don't really think about it. Uh, number one, I drank this beer a lot. I'd had it before. I didn't really think about it until I went and uh, got a crowler of it. But it is a, another one from Institution. It is on Pins and Needles Session mm. IPA. And I ended up with this one. This one's a 367, so I think Tug's had it. Yeah. Um, 367, a 4.8 ABV. Alcohol. But I was out riding my bike. I had to get out of the house, so I took a ride. Ended up at Institution with my backpack. Went inside, and I'm like, here, Crowlers. I'll take that. I'll take a couple of these, take a few of those. Came back exhausted because I don't exercise nearly enough and uh, ended up sitting <laughs> on my front lawn with a Crowler of on pins and needles. Nice. So straight from and the can? Oh, yeah. Oh, nice. dude, it was so good. Like, I sat there in my, uh, in my chair. I turned on music from the house, and, and it was actually a nice day out. There's nobody out. Like, it was just kind of like I was camping, and I, I polished off that Crowler, dude. It was so freaking good. Yeah, so awesome. I went back and got more. <laughs> Living your best life, Wiley. Dude, I was on pins and needles on my best life. So. Nice. But uh, that would probably be my number one. That was a surprising beer and one I went back to often. So That's cool. Good shit right there, yo. So let me ask you this then. You ready to uh, catch up on some news? Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Spanning the globe to bring you all the news that's fit to booze to, this is the Booze Line News. KBCE, Booze League Radio. We're going to start off with something light. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> this one here is um, metal band drummer says he visited hell during a COVID-19 coma. This is Will Carroll. Uh, he is the drummer for a death metal band called Death Angel. They were touring across Europe with Exodus and Testament, two other, I'm sure they, they play Christian music, uh, early <laughs> February. <laughs> Several members of the tour ended up contracting the virus. Carol himself wound up needing to be hospitalized and placed in a medically induced coma for Jeez. over 12 days. Holy shit. He gave an uh, interview with Decibel Magazine, uh, which is a music magazine, and Carol admitted he was so sick that he doesn't remember the ambulance ride to the hospital. That was even before he got into the, the medically induced coma. So, I mean, the dude was not in a good place. He does remember what he described as an out-of-body experience in which he went to hell. Carol says, Satan was a woman, and I was being punished for sloth. <laughs> what? I was a giant, obese, job of the hut type creature. 
I was vomiting blood and kept on vomiting blood until I had a heart attack, which is kind of weird because I had heart failure during my coma. Whoa, dude. So once he uh, had that heart attack, uh, and this is bad news uh, for Christians. I'm sorry, the Jews were right. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> you guys know what I'm talking about, that Rowan Atkinson show? He does no, a one-man show. <laughs> he does a one-man show where he's uh, Satan welcoming people, new people to hell, and uh, he's telling people where to go. And he's like, all right, so over here, the rapists, okay, and the murderers, and also the Christians. And he just looks at him, he's like, I'm sorry, the Jews were right. <laughs> anyway. That's so great. Yeah, Jews don't believe Ro- in Jesus. It's a thing. <laughs> Rowan Atkinson's freaking hilarious, dude. Anyways, um, after he had his heart attack, he says, I remember rising up from hell and floating up above my body. And once I got to heaven, it was horrifying there, too. It was like a Roman orgy, and the angels were scarier than the demons. (laughs) Oh, that's insane. So no matter what, you're screwed after you die, I guess. But um, he said that his dream hallucination slash spiritual experience, whatever you want to call it, punted him down to earth to chill with some friends in a nightclub before he finally woke up for real. He says, my first word to the nurse were, am I still in hell? And she just ignored it, <laughs> according to him. <laughs> just went on Whoa. about her day. Uh, Carol was the first person in that hospital to survive after being in a medically induced comid, uh, coma due to COVID. Uh, doctors did not think that he would make it, and he ended up pulling through. He says, I remember doctors and nurses coming in like, wow, amazed I was coherent in speaking. His time in hell, as you can imagine, left him with some changes. In addition to giving up smoking and heavy drinking, Carol's shifting his opinion on the Lord or Lady of Hell. He says, I'm still going to listen to satanic metal, and I still love deicide and bands like that. As far as for my personal life and my experience of what I went through, I don't think Satan's quite as cool as I used to. Hmm. I think that's fair. Yeah. yeah. Turns out. Dang, dude. That's heavy, man. That's Thanks for sharing that, though. That's a really cool story. That's a crazy thing, right? Fuck, yeah. Went to really hell. Nuts, dude. That's wild. Turns out Satan's a chick. Um, <laughs> She's pissed off. <laughs> and if you're lazy, you turn in a job of the Hut character when you go down there. Cool. Jesus. So this next one comes to us from New Haven, Connecticut. Go governors of Wilbur Cross High School. Louis Ortiz, 42, stole, ate, and drank several thousand dollars worth of food and liquor from the Sol de Cuba Cafe, which was closed to COVID-19. Sol de Cuba's manager found Ortiz passed out in the restaurant one morning, curled around a bottle of rum. <laughs> Jeez. Investigators reviewed security cam footage and confirmed that Ortiz had been drinking in, sleeping, and stealing from the restaurant for over four days. Oh, so been my kind of- <laughs> God. He'd been snoozing there and just stealing shit, basically. In all, Ortiz was responsible for consuming or drinking several thousand dollars worth of food and booze, including 70 bottles of liquor. In, in four, four days? days? In four days. Some of them were probably stolen, but um, if he's curled around a bottle of rum, some of that was consumed. Let's be honest. Ortiz wow. is charged with third-degree burglary and larceny and first-degree criminal mischief, which actually <laughs> sounds like a lot of fun. It I didn't does. even know that was a law. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> I'm guilty of criminal mischief in the first degree. <laughs> um, anyway, so that has been the news. Sandro Alevalo. Sandro Alevalo. Sandro Alevalo. 
the booze cast. That, wow, that is crazy. Well, since we were all talking about like our drinking habits and stuff during quarantine, I thought it would be kind of funny to see how much alcohol sales went up during this because people clearly had nothing to do. And they couldn't really leave their house except to go to the grocery store. And they had to homeschool their children. I mean, my God. So. And side, side note, Coley, on to your point. Yes. You go to the, early on, you'd go to the store and the aisle that held the sanitizer, paper towels, like everything was just empty. Oh, yeah. And, like and wiped of, out. Wiped out. And a lot of other aisles were kind of empty. Somehow the liquor aisle was always fully stocked. And I didn't understand that. I'm like, <laughs> dude. How is the liquor aisle full? I mean, what are you hey, going to be doing all this time? You're welcome. People that was me just filling bins all day right there, dude. <laughs> Firestone never went empty. It was on every shelf. Not all Sancho's wear capes. That's right. All right. No, but, I mean, to Wiley's point, I mean, people were planning on taking, like, 30 shits a day. <laughs> and there were I mean, I couldn't even buy napkins. I buy these the fancy Vanity Fair napkins from Costco because I like them and they're cheap. I haven't seen napkins at Costco in three and a half months. Like they're just they like don't exist anymore. Damn. I got my special are, uh, buffalo wing pants that I just wipe my hands on. I haven't washed them yet, but I got whoa. my special wiping pants. Okay. Oh, perfect. Well, you can wipe your ass with them next and and maybe if you were lucky enough to score some Vanity Fair napkins, you can wipe your ass with those and clog the toilets and stuff. Oh. <laughs> because I don't know. Like, it was infuriating to me that I couldn't find normal paper products. Like, nothing. People just bought anything. And bread. Did you guys notice bread? And pasta. Did, yeah, yeah, yeah pasta bread, was... pasta, flour. Everyone's making their own bread now. I can't <laughs> find flour. I had I to borrow flour bread. from my mom. <laughs> oh good that's yeah, good I don't, eat that shit. I don't eat that shit anymore <laughs> I bought a parmesan cheese folio wrap things from Costco they like it's like you know it's protein instead of bread it's pretty great mm-hmm. like for a sandwich oh yeah I like that stuff that's good yeah those are awesome yeah that's really good um so I was intrigued again to see um how much alcohol sales had gone up and when I googled it it's the only sites I'd find information on were literally recovery websites. Like if you think you have a problem, but they had <laughs> statistics. I'm literally on cornerstone of recovery.com. Whoa. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They were all like recovery websites. I couldn't find anything that was just like, Hey, Google news, blah, blah, blah. It was all this. So they said booze. It seems is the go-to stress reliever during COVID-19. According to the Associated Press, U.S. sales of alcoholic beverages rose 55% in the week ending March 21st. So that was right before California's, or right after California's shelter in place. Um, According to market research firms, uh, sorry, firm Nielsen, uh, spirits like tequila, gin, and premixed cocktails led the way with sales jumping 75% compared to the same period last year. Uh, wine sales were up 66% and beer sales rose 42%. In addition, nice. uh, the report adds online alcohol sales were up 243% oh, in that period of time. Yes. Wow. So, yes. And then, you know, we have like beer delivery service and different ABC laws. So that also, you know, adds to it. I don't know if 
that was included in the statistics, but I thought that was pretty cool. And then it goes into like alcohol and alcoholism abuse. And that's, that's boring. Cause anyone yeah. that um, abuses alcohol just leaves beers um, empty or half full on the counter or something and goes to bed. <laughs> just kidding. If you do have you're a talking, problem. Uh, are you talking about me? Possibly. You're a little pretty quarter sure. beer left in the cup. <laughs> it's alcohol abuse. It's but, for the homies. Yeah, that that's what I could find. It was it's really funny, honestly. Like when you when you look at stuff. Um, the same Nielsen firm that provided the other reports also showed that retail alcohol sales rose twenty four percent from the week ending March seventh to the week ending on April eighteenth. So that had a little bit more current information. And uh, spirits were all on the rise. Spirit purchases have seen the biggest bump with a thirty three percent increase. Wow. Wow. So everyone is uh, drinking to stay sane. So they were. And those are some big mm-hmm. numbers. Like before, like honestly, a lot of those stores were so down in alcohol sales. Like it's crazy how pretty much every liquor store and every chain store is just so up right now. It's nuts. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I almost think that when people have more time as well, they're going to experiment with, you know, you know what? Just sitting at home. I'm gonna try this beer out, you know. Absolutely. I'm gonna try this out, or or I'm gonna make how something to make new, or whatever. It's time to go pro with your bad habit. Booze League Radio. So on that note, um, I do have here uh, by state what the most, and this is according to Google, the most searched quarantine cocktails by state. So we're gonna play a little game here. We can see um, we can see who gets the most of these right. We're not gonna go through all fifty, of course, because that's just that's just insanity. But we're gonna take uh, some of the good ones here, and uh, we're gonna see who can name that state's favorite drink or name the state that uh, you know what I mean. We're gonna figure it out here. All right, so we'll start with um, something uh, that probably throw you throw you for. Uh, and see, I'm looking over these, and none of them actually seem obvious to me now. So this may fall completely on its face. Nice. But let's start with, um, let's go with California. What do you think California's most searched cocktail was during quarantine? Vodka soda. I'm going to go with Just margarita. Kidding, easiest thing I've ever <laughs> Now, some people can still fuck that up. I've been to bars where they fuck those up. So. <laughs> oh, which soda? Uh, Pepsi? <laughs> I'm gonna say an old fashioned. What soda do you want? That's a really good guess. Uh, margarita. I'm. You know what? I'm not gonna say that. I'm not gonna say margarita only because it's California, and of all the states, California better goddamn know how to make a goddamn margarita, right? <laughs> California is Paloma. People are looking up how to uh, make a Paloma. That's so close. Which is a derivative of a margarita. So there you go. What's a Paloma? Yeah. So let's go to uh, let's go to margarita. Paloma is basically a margarita with grapefruit juice. Yeah. Oh. Would that be an accurate uh, uh, accurate oh. representation, Sancho? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's really straightforward too, man. There's like three ingredients in it. Oh, that so actually a special so glass. So looking it up is well, pretty hilarious. Cool. <laughs> yeah. How many people are like, oh? That's oh, it. it's cool. It's it's tequila, grapefruit juice, and ice. No, it's, it's, <laughs> <laughs> Damn, they're out of grapefruit juice. All they have is kiwi juice. Son of a bitch. Kiwi uh, juice gives me the shits. So we can't buy that. <laughs> oh god. 
Um, all right, let's go with uh, Margarita. Uh, I'm looking. Also, um, Texas was looking up Palomas. Let's see who else was looking up how to make a Paloma. Those are the only two that were looking at Palomas. Okay. I think um, somewhere on the But let's uh, let's talk Margaritas. Okay. Yeah. Okay. okay. So far, I'm I see gonna... one, two. I see two. Oh. Uh, two looking up uh, Margaritas. I'm gonna say Florida. Florida man is drinking some Margaritas. Oh shit! We'll get back. We'll get to Florida next. Florida, <laughs> actually, they shouldn't. The one I'm looking at, they should not have been looking that up. And you're gonna, oh, Sandro, you especially are gonna crack up when I tell you what it is. But um, so, Coley, you're the closest right now with the East Coast uh, vibe. Uh, I'm just gonna go with my home state, Pennsylvania. There you go. No, no, it's Connecticut and Maine. Whoa. Maine. About okay. as far away as you can get from Mexico is Maine, and they were looking up how to make a margarita. All right. <laughs> Makes let's sense. Let's go to Florida. Yeah, let's go to Florida. Sancho, you've heard of the mystical many-ingredient drink called the Cuba Libre, right? Yes. Oh, I love those. <laughs> <laughs> yes. People Tell me people weren't looking that shit up, right? People were looking up a Cuba Libre. Are you fucking serious? It's a rum not, and coke with a fucking lime. <laughs> yeah, they were looking it up in Florida. Rum and coke and lime juice, just a dash of lime juice. But yeah, Woo! Florida, the one closest to Cuba, uh, was looking up a Cuba Libre. I was going to say, if they were looking up mojitos, I was going to say, what the fuck, but Cuba Libres? <laughs> I was going to say It's like looking up a salty too. dog or something, you know? Maybe mojito it was people would... from lower Alabama. <laughs> yeah, maybe so, right? <laughs> Like this one looks exotic. Um, so Coley, let's go to your home state of Pennsylvania. This is okay. actually a drink that I, I'm totally a fan of, and you find this one in a lot of craft cocktail bars. A Manhattan. Oh, you're close. You're real close. Sancho, oh, you got a guess? Uh, old fashioned. Also, very close. You guys are hitting all around it. A whiskey sour. Oh. Whiskey oh. sour. Uh, one of the more popular craft cocktails these days. A whiskey sour. Okay. That's crazy. Let's see. Where else we need to go here that uh, would be interesting? You guys got any requests on states that you might uh, find? Uh, yeah. What, what are they North drinking in the Great Northwest? The North Dakota. Let's check this one out. Then Northwest. North Dakota. Where are you? At? North Dakota. Okay. So North Dakota. I'm going to mark it down here because this, this one appears a few times. There's one and two and three, four. Five. There are five states looking up the same drink. Think shots. Think shots that you would take on your 21st birthday. Uh, <laughs> job. Uh, painted uh, dogs. <laughs> I don't know what. What's the? Uh, All good guesses. Birthday Wiley, cake shot. The, kamikaze, no, no, kamikaze. not that. Like. <laughs> Coley, you are correct. She got it. North, ding, North ding, Dakota. Ding. Let's see, so North Dakota, Iowa, uh, Maryland. Obviously, I said North Dakota and West Virginia. All looked up. Mount Mama. Yeah. Wiley kamikaze. Does make a mean kamikaze. Nice. Those oh, things go tasty. down. Mm. Yes, they do. And after that's the blowjob shot. Um, all right, so like Coley. This. No hands. <laughs> you know what's funny is I was actually um, I talked to somebody at a bar earlier that um, had gone to a bar with their friend 
earlier for a birthday, and uh, a guy got a blowjob shot, and yeah. but did not take it correctly. Yeah. Just took it, but he did tongue out the shot glass afterwards. I don't know if that counts. That's more mm. like blowjob adjacent. So, yeah. I, but you know, whatever. Huh. I um, I I can't get it in my mouth and swallow it with my head back and no hands and it like it sounds like a porn but it like it just oh leaks gosh. everywhere and it's just not good <laughs> oh gosh I'm gonna pull that one for a future drop. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I was just thinking. Wow, you just made history right now. <laughs> there's Thank there's you. no way yeah. that's not getting used. We, I used to, uh, yeah, TGI Fridays, guys. It was a mess. It was just a mess. <laughs> TGI place. Fridays, I, too. That's amazing. <laughs> I love that. That's where I did my best underage <laughs> drinking, okay? Was it the one there on Tapo? Uh, um, yes, but also the one um, in TO. Okay. <laughs> in the Jans Mall, there was a waitress there. Bless her heart, her name was Frenchie, and she would serve us underage. She uh, knew we were yeah. underage. She didn't. She did not give a rat's ass. And she served us. There you go. Uh, hopefully, our legal department. You her well. <laughs> our legal oh. department has asked that we uh, uh, disclose that we did not know anything about that at the time. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we are not responsible for underage drinking. Make sure you're 21 and enjoy responsibly. Yes, please do. Don't don't be Coley at 18 or 19 or 20. All right, so this one, uh, this next state gets the uh, the mark of shame, Missouri. Can you guess what they were looking up? And it's in the, the vein of one of the first drinks you mentioned. Uh, I was going to say Moscow Mule, but I don't know. What's What are you thinking? Oh, I gin think Sandra might be on. Gin and tonic? What? No. Just so basic. It's gin and like, it's gin and tonic. What's, what's in a gin and tonic? Oh, gin and tonic. Cool. You're like, wait, I <laughs> fucked that up. Damn it. Let me try again. Come on, Missouri. Um, so we'll we'll wrap this up. <laughs> Some of these are, yeah. Um, but these Indiana are, was these cool. Are awesome. Indiana was doing a French 75. Georgia was doing a Sazerac. So I give yeah. them props. Yeah, a yeah. lot of states. Old fashions were very uh, popular. Um, you got uh, DC was looking up old fashions. Uh, let's see. Massachusetts was on old fashions. Nebraska, New Hampshire, New Mexico. Who else here? I think there's one other. Virginia. Oh, Virginia and Washington State. All were looking up old fashions. So kudos to them for that. Tennessee was the only one looking up a bushwhacker. Um, <laughs> so I don't know why that one. Okay. How that entered into Tennessee's uh, consciousness. Um, but bushwhacker, there it is. I'm looking it up. I have look no up. idea what that even Yeah. I'd have to look that up. Ohio was a very uh, classy one. They did a, a Boulevardier, which is kind of fun. That's one oh. I don't know what's in either. Yeah. Oh, you know what? Take that back. North Carolina, also looking up a bushwhacker. Okay. Dang. Oh, it's a dessert drink. It's like a fucking mudslide. Mm. Two and a quarter ounce Kahlua, oh. two and a quarter ounce Margaritaville dark rum, an ounce of cream de cacao, Three and three quarter ounce pina colada mix. Three and three quarter ounce uh, ice cream mix. Three ounces of Hershey's chocolate syrup and ice. How about no? <laughs> <laughs> How about no? Wow, uh, that is. Sounds like a gut buster. What, Wiley, what was you know, the one that you said you didn't know? Just now? Uh, it's basically, it's bull. 
It's Boulevard with an I-E-R on the end, a Boulevardier. Okay. And by the way, um, I, I just saw a news story where uh, diabetes has increased in both Tennessee and North Carolina. Well, those fucking bushwhackers. During, yeah, during quarantine. How about that? Oh, my God. It's asking me if I want to make a homemade boutonniere. Well, hold on. <laughs> you crafty woman, you. B-O-U-L. Yep. Uh, E-V. Or A-V. No, E-V. Look it up. Uh, <laughs> oh, I got it. I got it. B-O-U-L-E. Yeah. Okay. Uh... The Boulevard Cocktail is an alcoholic drink composed of whiskey, sweet vermouth, and Campari. Hmm. Uh-uh. No. I'm going to say, I'm going to pass on that one, too. It's you don't like Campari? Nah. sweet vermouth? Nah, those two? No. I, I'm not going to do that. That just sounds gross to me. The guy who I, I likes Frenetskis like can't do Campari? Nah, no. Nah. And Frenetskis, too, honestly, it's, it's few and far in between these days, dude. That shit burns going down these days. I'm not the young 20, 30-year-old I used to be. What, last year? <laughs> no, dude, I was fucked. No, man, there's a uh... yeah. It's it's been a long road. Oh, well, let's just leave it at that. <laughs> no, but Fair Campari's enough. different than Fernet. I, I can't do it. Uh, Campari's a liqueur. Um, oh, I, I had a... it uh, in a Aperol spritz, right? Yeah, it's yeah, a, it's a... that for sure. Or, oh, or uh, is it Aperol? Oh, never mind. That's Aperol. I'm a dum dum. Well, what's the? You know, it's an Aperol spritz, right? Aperol. And spritz. Yeah, champagne. <laughs> like a gin and tonic. Yeah. <laughs> spritz. So, uh, all right. One last thing to, to look up. Look up a Lily uh, cocktail. This is big in Kentucky. L-I-L-Y. See what they were drinking. How and while, they- while she's doing that, I have to call out Nevada for uh, looking up grasshoppers. Who the fuck drinks a grasshopper these days? That, that has, like, like, uh, mint? has like egg white in it. It gets all frothy. No, grass grasshopper is a, like a white creme de menthe. Uh, yeah, it's, it's creme de menthe. Um, I want to say creme de menthe Bailey's. Chocolate. I, I think that might, and yeah, and cream uh, cream de cocoa. Hey, going That's back it. to the Campari real quick. Negroni is like the really famous drink that that comes in, uh, and those are yes. those are gnarly, dude. Uh, so I know some people love them. I am not one of those people. Yeah, I'm not. Uh, I'm not in for those. <laughs> but so, um, I'm seeing like an oak. There's a bunch of different ones. Um, it says it's one and a half ounces vodka, half ounce orange liqueur, half ounce simple syrup, half ounce fresh lemon juice, and three ounces cranberry juice. And you garnish with a lemon wheel and blackberries. That doesn't sound too bad. Yeah, this is so bad. No, and I've never even heard of it. It says it's the official drink of Kentucky Oaks. The Oaks Lily is the official cocktail of the Bluegrass Estate. Other there you go. Um, state's other big horse race, the Kentucky Oaks. It's Sounds like you drink it with like a really big hat on. Yeah, yeah. duh. Yeah. I guess it like gets its inspiration from the Cosmopolitan beverage oh. cocktail. Oh. Well, that oh. makes sense. That's uh, Michigan's most looked up drink, mm-hmm. for the record. Uh, also, Rhode Island. Both of them. Yeah. yeah. So, anyways, well, um, I think we're getting to the end of uh, draft 67 here. I gotta say it was awesome getting back into this and I'm looking forward to more of these, getting them out to everybody. Yeah, very, yeah, very excited definitely. to get back into this. You know, I can't wait to see you guys again in person. I do like being able to do the remote where we can bring in people from the outside as well. That's cool. Um, so look for some guests coming soon now that we're back in this. We are intending to get back into this on a weekly basis, which is very exciting. 
So make sure to stay tuned. And as I said, if you if you guys are following us on Instagram, you might have noticed that we've been a little quiet lately. There are some things going on behind the scenes. So get ready for some big stuff coming down the road. Uh, as soon as it's all lined up and ready to unleash, um, you shall see that. And it's very, very exciting. Uh, on that note, follow us on Instagram, at Booze League, Twitter, at Booze League. Uh, online, you can find us at boozeleague.com. Um, soon you'll be able to sign up for a mailing list there. You'll get uh, discounts, things of that nature. Um, if you have any thoughts about the show or want to chime in with any thoughts of anything we've done today, go ahead and text us, 805-892-6116. That's your own secret booze line that you can text us with. And um, I think that is it. Anyone got any else, uh, any, any other things to say before we go? I have a question. Okay. Is that number to like a prepaid burner phone? <laughs> uh, maybe. No. Nice. <laughs> no, that's okay. that's our uh, that's actually our new number. You can actually call it um, if you need to. Uh, it's Wiley's you know. house phone, actually. So just call it whenever you want. <laughs> Whatever time is fine. <laughs> middle of the night's the best. Is that if that's cool? Especially middle of the night back east. It's all good. No worries. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. We uh, uh, given the bigger things we have coming on, we needed a new phone number. But you can also text to it, which is awesome, and uh, one of us can respond. So. Um, yeah sweet so that is it uh, we'll see you all on draft 68 which is one away from 69 <laughs> stoked on that 69 dudes we'll see you uh, next week Woo. peace cheers cheers <laughs> <laughs>